Happy Witchy Wednesday. I'm Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest, your basic witches. And today we have a professional witch in the studio, Mystic Dylan. He is an eclectic witch. Yes, I said he, and then I said is a witch. <laughs> and we talk a lot about how boys can be witches too. Yes. <laughs> and he knows so much, so much history. And he gave me a palm reading and gave Rachel a bone reading. So it was so, so cool. Um, you know what else is so, so cool, Rachel? We have our live show coming up Wednesday, February 5th at 1030 at the Comedy Store. I know it's late, but I promise we will have such good vibes that you will feel like it is 2 p.m. Uh, <laughs> it is going to be really fun. We have an amazing guest and giveaways, and I'm really excited. Yeah, we hope to see you there. You can find the link to tickets. It's already up on our Instagram at Basic Witches, or you can also find the links to our Patreon, um, and there you can get readings and art from us. As usual, we really appreciate your iTunes reviews. I know we say that every time. It's because it matters. It really helps with an algorithm. <laughs> it helps with everything we do to make the show possible. Yes. So if you have a five to ten, no, if you have, <laughs> I guess it would take 60 seconds probably yeah. to even just write a star rating or a quick review. We really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, enjoy this episode with Mystic Dylan. Ooh. Man witch. Man witch. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, I'm I'm glad you're here for many reasons, but a lot of people ask us on the podcast, can guys be a witch? So you are like proof in the flesh that there yes, we they go. Yeah. Yes, they can. Yes. And how do you feel about that word, witch? Well, I actually love it. The word that I hate is like, and I know that there are a lot of people who call themselves like a warlock. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, I was always taught that that is like a Anglo-Saxon term for traitor. Oh, um, yeah. I did not know that. And actually some in some, depending on who you ask, some anthropologists say that like a warlock is a male witch who like betrays their coven or does like dark magic. Oh, So there are many like. Interesting. Bad connotations. What yeah. Is, yeah. What about wizard? That's often. That's when... like Harry Potter. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's okay. like. Fictional? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, and it's, it's interesting too, because like, I always feel like everyone wants to find a. To me, I think it's it's the whole idea of, like, gender. You know, mm -hmm. everyone wants to, like, find a word and, like, put a gender on it. But if you look at the root word of um, witch, it's a wicca or wissy, which is um, – it's it's an old English term. Um, and it's wise one or unknown, ah, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. And then all these connotations kind of, like, unravel around that. And then you have, like, the males. So they're like, I don't want to be known as a witch. So you mm -hmm. have the males who are like, I'm going to be a warlock or a sorcerer. Right. You know? And then you have, like, women who want to reclaim the feminine. Um, and it's so funny because I was actually at a book the other day. And I had a, at a, a book. At a book. Oh I was not at a book. Sorry, my Where's mind. That? At a book. I was How do at you a bookstore. Uh, woof. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those things you just jump you, into the book. Yeah, too excited. Like Shelley uh, Duvall. So yeah. Oh. Uh, or like Page Master. Yes. That old movie. I was thinking Blues Clues. Oh. Oh. Jump into oh, that. That's my immaturity yeah. level. <laughs> so like I was at a bookstore and there's this book and I forget who the author is, but it's like Witch and it's really black and has silver lining and it looks so cool but i flip through it and it's only women mm -hmm. and they only reference the divine feminine i was with a, a male friend today who 
identifies as a witch and he wanted me to ask you about this topic. And he specifically said there was this really cool astrology book and he was at a bookstore and he was into it, but then it was, it was written for women Mm. right? and he just felt like, well, I'm not a woman right? and I want to be able to get into this. Is the, is the idea still the same though, that, that men can enjoy those books, just replacing it the same way you would replace God with like higher power. I mean, you can mentally, yeah, but it's very hard for me to like, when I find a book that is clearly written from a, not, I'm not even saying bias, but Mm -hmm. a one person perspective of here's a witch. She is a female author and she only identifies, uh, as to witches as women, yeah. it's hard for me to connect yeah. with that. Now, with that being said, um, I I feel that, like, as a witch, to me, what is a witch? Someone who connects with nature and yes. balance. Mm-hmm. So I think a male witch connects with the male and the female. That's balance, um, yeah. And the same with, <laughs> with a, a female, yeah. you know? I, I do think that, you know, everyone's like, well, in history— a witch was always a woman, which is so not true. Because yeah. even if you look at the Salem witch trials of 1692 here in the Americas, there were just as many of just as many men right. accused of witchcraft as women. Yeah. They weren't accused of wizardry. Mm-hmm. They were accused right. of. And I always think it's weird too. It's like, oh, I'm a warlock and I practice witchcraft, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a, a wizard. You don't say I practice wizardry. Wizard. Yeah. You know, unless you're a Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you would say I practice witchcraft right yeah you know so it, it or it's, magic it's, or magic right you know so it's very interesting and well it, it, so it's just that concept yeah well it's interesting because I know that there were men in the Salem witch trials and in the bigger trials in Scotland oh yeah but like why is it or do you know why it is that people remember women as witches mm-hmm. more why is that uh, and uh, good question is it publicity I think it's publicity <laughs> but I also think it's if you look at the pagan religion it's the women. Mm. What is it that we don't worship anymore? The goddess. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. women become sexualized and she becomes demonized. Mm-hmm. And whereas the male is kind of this all powerful who's immune to this concept of evil, the women being lesser, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just a Judeo-Christian concept. Mm. So I think as mm. we eradicated the goddess, if you look at history, the goddess becomes the witch. Oh, and here we are, basic witches using a goddess deck. See, and and you find it everywhere. Like, look at, like, look at, like, um, one of the big, like Rhiannon. Okay, so like, it's a wonderful Stevie Nicks song. Yes, Rhiannon is a Celtic goddess. Yes, if you were to ask anyone, they're like, oh, she's a witch. You know, (gasps) it's that concept. Because in our deck, yeah, she's she's a goddess in our deck, and she's known for manifesting. Precisely, so she's a sorceress. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people take away the the divine aspect of women, and I think that's where it's like if you're doing magic. It's a feminine form. It's like... Whereas the male is more practical. Again, it comes down to the patriarchy, it as really always. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what started this show, yes. was Leah and I bonding over a hatred of the patriarchy. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that makes so much sense. Uh-huh. And when you look at history, too, if you think about that, like, women don't really hold their own, okay? Unless you look at ancient civilizations. Like, I think it's so interesting, like, the ancient Egyptians... Women are on the same level mm, yeah. as men. I mean, women were the ones who initiated divorce. So a man actually in ancient Egypt could not divorce his wife. The woman had to consent. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. So Damn. they were pretty awesome. What um, happened? But then 
Christianity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you sick? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's true. And and you look at this concept of of the female divine, the moment Christianity becomes the reigning religion, that divine female always becomes the sidekick. Mm. So instead of Mary holding her own, she's now the mother of of God. Uh, you know, always in relation to a man. Precisely. Mm. Oh. So I think dang. that's where you get this whole idea. And she wasn't of even allowed to have sex. She didn't even get the fun part. Precisely. And then oh. the other thing with witchcraft too, when you start looking at witchcraft in um in terms of like New England uh and Scotland and things like that, Obviously, the women can't hold their own, Mm -hmm. so their magic isn't even from them. It's from the devil. As in the way they wrote about it, that's how they made it seem. Got you. So it's like if you're going to, if you're joining a coven, Mm -hmm. it's not a group of women getting together, being hardcore and doing magic. It's a group of women with one man. Man. Leading them. them, You know? So it's very (sighs) interesting like that, which also leads me to my issues with Wicca. Mm. Mm. You know what's that? Uh, so I mean, For, Wicca is a religion. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, what's what's your issue? Oh, yeah. yeah. So my issue with Wicca is that one, everyone thinks that Wicca is this like three thousand year old ancient religion. It's not. Mm. It started in the sixties by a dude named Gerald Gardner who loved women. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so all of a sudden you have this high priest and you have this really male aspect. And if you look at traditional Wicca. There are a lot of very culty, ritualistic aspects. Like there's something called the fivefold kiss. You would do a binding and you would like bind these women and things like that. Mm. And it's actually very um, sexist. Mm -hmm. But because it's a religion and because it's very white light and whatever you do comes back to you, it's respected. And Mm -hmm. if you were to go to a bookstore now, you would maybe find one book on witchcraft and you would find a hundred million books on Wicca. Really? Mm. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. And then the difference between um, paganism and Wicca. Paganism is nature-based, right? It's nature-based. And and Wicca really, Wicca is a... um, Well, Wicca is more modern for sure. It's very modern. And all they do is from the 60s and all Gerald Gardner did, who kind of started Wicca, is that he took the what we know of the ancient Celtic religion, and he kind of restructured that. Mm. Oh, so we okay. kind of made this modern reform of this ancient culture, uh, and it's a very European. I mean, you'll have like you'll have Hellenic Wicca, which is like the Greeks. You have, you know, you have different aspects of Wicca, but the concept of Wicca is very modern. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. how do you identify personally? <laughs> I just call myself a witch. You know, if you wanted to term out to him an, an eclectic witch, I actually oh. started out in Wicca. So that was my first, mm. like, I loved the occult. I loved mythology. I remember being like 13 and I was like real witchcraft. And it was a book. And I was like, this is the thing. <laughs> yeah. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh. So you were that young you know? when you started to get into this? Oh yeah. Even younger. Like I started reading poems when I was nine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, talk about baby witch. Well, okay, yeah. yes. <laughs> let's, yes, baby. let's talk about then, then. So is your family, are they all witches? How did you get into palm reading at age nine? <laughs> my mom, my mom is very woo-woo. I okay. love her. Uh, <laughs> but she always loved, like, aromatherapy and crystal healing and things like that. So I used to live right next to the Bodhi tree when it was open. What is I don't that? Remember. Oh, yeah. It was on Melrose. Oh. And it was 
like I wish there was still a store like this. And it was a new age shop. It had like every book you could think of. And then they had crystals. They had a tarot room. Mm. So they had all these tarot decks in a room. And they had samples of them so you could look through the deck before you That's purchased cool. it. I mean, how rare oh, do you find that? Yeah. You typically have to guess now. You're like, do I want this deck? Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many tarot decks I purchased on a whim mm. and then did not. They were not it. for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It was very awesome. And then they had couches. <laughs> so you could like sit, you could get tea next door, and you could just read these books. So my mom used to work really late, and I lived right next to this store mm-hmm. on Melrose. And I literally just lived in this store. Oh. So it kind of started there. The One of the women who uh, ran the shop, she was from Sri Lanka. And I guess she was just tired of me being there. And she's <laughs> like, I'm going to put you to work. Good. So she taught me how to read palms. Um, so I was nine and I would go to school and I'd read other kids' palms and wow. I'd get in trouble all the time. Um, and then <laughs> Why'd when you I get was, in trouble? Because I was doing witchcraft, yeah, you know, damn. and it was distracting and mm. fortune telling. Um, and then when I was 13, I got my first tarot deck. And that's really when I started reading about witchcraft. And I was like, this resonates with me. Wow. Yeah. And then you resonated with Wicca for a while until you yeah. learned your qualms. Right. Gotcha. And okay. I was actually initiated into a Wiccan coven uh, when I was 18. Um, I was part of three. But what? that was fun. Yeah. What is that like? <laughs> I, I'm imagining uh, it very similar to my sorority initiation. It's kind of like that. Like you have to do a year in, a year and a day. So you're kind of like on the outskirts. Mm. So you're like the acolyte. You're learning. And then you would, like, participate in these rituals. And the whole idea is that as you participate in these rituals, it was gearing you up for the next year when you would be initiated. Mm. Wow. So, like, it was really, really cool. And, like, I'm kind of, like, I love studying and I'm such a nerd in that respect. (laughs) Like, I've always loved history, uh, which I think kind of led me to this Mm -hmm. path. Um, And it was a lot of studying. And I do love the structure of Wicca and what Wicca has to offer. The only thing that I feel is that they don't look at the logistics of, I think they ignore the logistics of what witchcraft is in a sense. Mm -hmm. And they're very like white light and crystal chakras and anything other than that is not witchcraft. But the thing is that witchcraft is primal, Mm -hmm. you know, witchcraft, Mm -hmm. you can't, you have to acknowledge both sides of nature Yeah, in Mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think that there are a lot of politics in Wicca, but I'm, which I'm just like, you know. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Are you part of a coven now? or do you- I am. So okay. I actually started my own coven. Cool. Uh, and it's been a mission. Uh, <laughs> and it's our first eclectic coven, which is hard. So like you have... You know, you have witches who practice Santeria. We have witches who practice hoodoo. We have witches who practice different things. And we make it work. That's cool. Yeah. Um, can I come? Can yeah. we come? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's something that I think when I was part of these other covens, what ends up happening, one, it's, it's hard to do magic with other people. Mm. You really have mm. to be open and you have to be on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I found, like, I would... I, you can't openly trust everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think my intuition would just, like, kick in. Mm. And I'm like, Susie's no. a bitch. <laughs> so, like, how do you trust someone when yeah. you see, like... And I think, like, if you have all this toxicity in your... Like, I would go to these coven meetings and there would be these people with so much toxicity in their mm. personal life. And I was like, you have to leave that at the door when mm-hmm. you come to this mm. world. 
And if you have so much toxicity in your personal life, it's all related. It's all related and something's not working. Yeah. You're going to bring that into the, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about because one time I uh, kind of, because one time I was trying to, uh, I was with my friend and we were trying to talk to a spirit in the Mm -hmm. room and there was one particular person, a guy, (laughs) sorry, in the room who was a doubter and he was scared and he wouldn't admit it. So he was trying to act all macho. And then like, he was like, finally admitted that he didn't want to do it but and he was like crying and yelling and he was bringing such like a negative vibe to the whole experience that I was getting scared that like oh no are we gonna get a bad spirit absolutely. now absolutely like one ener- one yeah. person's energy can really mm-hmm. set things off the other thing too is that everyone comes to magic with different ways you know a lot of people come to it with ego mm-hmm. and they want the power so when you're in a circle I mean Talk about vamp- psychic vampires. Mm-hmm. These are people. <laughs> energy vampires. Energy vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that would happen all the time. So just after a while. The other thing too about a coven or a real coven sense is that what would happen is that like you're supposed to be there for your coven mates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I can commit to one lunar cycle. I know when the full moon is. It's on my calendar. When you're in a coven though, you have to be there for everyone. So what would happen is Susie breaks up with her boyfriend. Coven meeting. Okay. Oh. So-and-so is ill. Coven meeting. Sometimes you just want to sit mm, home and watch Netflix. Totally. You know? Yeah. Busy witch. <laughs> busy yeah. witch. You know? So it was just hard. And, and mm. I think that a lot it's of people. It's a commitment. It's a like. commitment. Mm-hmm. And it's that energetic draining. Mm. Yeah. You know? I've mainly only practiced by myself and then guided in small groups with Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have a power of three. Like we, I me, Leah and one, one other, um, that we do, but, but our coven meetings are over text cause we don't live near each other. <laughs> right? yeah. It's yeah. so true. Talk about when I lived in New York. So mm-hmm. I was part of, um, a coven in New York and I had to take the train all the way to Coney Island. Oh my and God. And I lived on the 81st. Oh, yeah. On the east or west side? Uh, on the west side. Okay. Wow. You guys are so New York. I was like. <laughs> That's far. Yes. It's far. And I'll never forget where it'd be like, so-and-so just broke up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You got to come down. I was like, but. how about I send you like emoji love <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll light a candle for you and take yeah. a picture. Dang. But like, I'm not going to take the train all the way down yeah. so we can hold hands because you don't know your boundaries <laughs> with men. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real, witch. Yeah. Real. Um, well, being that you're eclectic and you have tastes of a lot of different divinations, what do you think is real magic? Like what element or elements are what you carry across all your eclectic stuff? I was told, the definition that stuck with me is that magic is the manipulation of the supernatural to gain a natural effect. Or vice versa, the manipulation of nature to gain a supernatural effect. Ah, yeah. 